0: we got a Boston area native that we're about to feature right now. I'm so psyched to be featuring this new album, Reasons. It was released um, a couple weeks ago on May 10th by Grace Morrison. And what I'm going to do, I think she's hanging out ready. We're going to give her a call. Hello, Grace. How are you?
1: Good. How are you?
0: Good, good. Welcome to the GERG Show. You're live on Indie Scene Radio.
1: Yeah. I'm using my technology skills
0: here. Your technology skills. Well <laughs> yeah, just don't don't touch anything. How's that sound, right? No. <laughs> well, how are you? I am so psyched to have you here with us live tonight. We uh we've played your music in the past. We featured your debut full length album, I am the apple. I'm the apple. That's what it was. I'm the apple. Yeah. Right? Which is great album that was back what a couple of years ago right and I'm just so excited because you've given us the opportunity to bring you back to feature your second full-length album titled Reasons right yeah this, this is so cool uh there's all kinds of stuff going on with you uh but what I'd like to do is uh before we get into the nitty-gritty of everything about you know Grace and Morrison and who you think you are and who you think Grace is and all that kind of crazy stuff, right? I'd like to introduce you to our listening audience because at any time, uh, we've garnered about 136 countries that tune into the station off and on, and so I have no idea right this second who's tuned in, but I'd like to introduce them to you, uh, to uh, you, to them. I'll get this... you know radio stuff right sooner or later I, I, I get confused I'm such in the moment the present guy here kind of thing but uh, I'd like to introduce you to them by reading a little bit from your bio and then we'll just get into all things Grace Morrison and the music and we'll play all 12 tracks on this new album awesome Awesome. shoots from the hip this kind of gal over here <laughs> Yeah. alright so let me see if I can actually make that happen I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, I'm reading from her bio. It's really kind of cool because she's got different ones set up here. But on her website, it uh, it shows that in a world where we are urged to limit descriptions to hashtags and sound bites, it is tempting to describe Grace Morrison as simply a singer-songwriter. But she is so much more. She is pop, folk, she's roots, she's country. I don't know if there's any metal in there, but I think if you squint, you can kind of get some metal in there, too. It's, it's like an Americana feel you got, even though it's, um, all of those elements don't fit into every single one of your songs. It's like Americana is kind of like you, the way your brain works because you got all these mixtures of American music uh, coming through in your albums. That's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, it's, it's such a, I think it's a fight for every single songwriter the whole genre thing. Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: I love that. You know what's happening in the independent market is, is because the record industry has diced and sliced that whole genre labeling, how can we put this in a container on a shelf thing, um, there are artists out there creating their own genre names.
1: Yeah, and I think like we all are just like trying fighting against the box. We just want to break
0: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or as they said on Game of Thrones, they want to break the break wheel, wheel, right? Yeah, yeah we'll break the wheel. Good reference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just timely, is perfect. The week after, there's still people going through, you know, Game of Thrones, uh, um, the delirium tremens and stuff, right? They, they gotta... We
1: invested a lot of time in that show.
0: <laughs> I, I, I love. Did you watch that show? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought it was cool people were upset with the ending um, but me myself I'm like are you kidding me? They wrapped up all the characters really well. Either they killed them all off or they told you they showed you what ended up happening with them especially the primary characters and, uh, and my initial thought was well, at least they didn't leave you hanging like the very first series that was ever created for cable TV, called The Sopranos. You
1: know? I was just going to say that, like, you want to complain about ending? So yeah. Watch- yeah.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Don't stop believing, right? That's uh, <laughs> it's, I just,
1: think its just trending to complain about it. I thought it was really well done. Me too. And, and so much beautiful cinematography was in that, and the acting was on point, and the- I just. Like so many people think they're experts, and I don't think they could have done it better.
0: I think they did a great job. I didn't read any of the books, so I didn't have anything to back reference to. So everything was new, and it was the story. So I liked it. I don't know. No, but it. let's get back to you because I <laughs> think that's well, it's a more interesting subject. Although I suppose. and yeah, no. We're doing my show. Oh, my God. We're live on the radio. All right. So here, her music her being a Grace Morrison and, and you'll be hooked. See her live and you'll be left wanting more. It has been said that her storytelling can make you cry and can make you sing with a career that began as a backup singer for rock icons like Eddie Money and Joe Moland of uh, the band Badfinger. God, now you're going back to my way, youth days. Uh, Love that band. Uh, We'll have to talk about that. But So Grace has become a regular on the National Festival and Touring Circuit. She has won a number of prestigious awards, including the Grand Prize of the Eventide Arts Songwriting Competition and the Big Break Contest where her music video was played on the season finale of American Idol. And we can go down all of these things, all of these awards, a bunch in New England, some Nashville, some Bay Festival emerging artists. Was that like San Francisco Bay you're talking?
1: No, I Blast on the Bay, is that the one you're talking about? Oh, yeah,
0: Blast on the Bay, right.
1: I think that that one is Florida.
0: Florida. Oh, Tampa Bay. All right, right, right. And then you've got the Colorado Folks Festival, more New England stuff. Uh, the uh, Way back in 2014, uh, the WPRI, American Idol, Big Break winner. That's where they ended up putting your video on that season finale, right? And then you yeah. also had Music Band of the Year back in 2013 by uh, Limelight, right? Limelight Magazine. Wow, very cool. There's another one here. What's this voice of Card? Oh, I know what it is. Never mind.
1: Was it in their Christmas commercials? You did a Christmas
0: commercial for Cardi's furniture.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you hear it all season long. It's me doing jingle bells. No, Silent Night.
0: Silent oh. Night. She wanted to sing "Jingle Bells, which is why it kind of pops in her head to say that. Instead of the well, song she actually sang, right?
1: I did I did both. I recorded both for them. Oh, did you? I thought people might be kind of bored with Silent Night, but they they stuck with my Silent Night.
0: Did you ever send those in to me for my Christmas holiday show?
1: No, they, they weren't full, ver- full songs. They were only 30 seconds.
0: 30-second, oh, like I, jing, jingle clips. Yeah. I get it. I get I do
1: it. do have a full Christmas song that I can send you.
0: Yeah, that would be awesome. Something yeah. to look forward to, right? Christmas is only so many. It's less than two, <laughs> less than two hundred days away, right? So yeah, yeah, I'm, get, <laughs> I'm getting excited already. So now, all right, all right, all right. Let's 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 dial back a bit. And so now a lot of. People end up being curious as to, you know, they get an artist and they go, well, all right, they're from England or they're from here, they're from there. And you're originally from Massachusetts, right? I am. All right. Uh, was that Wareham? Did I read read yeah. that somewhere? Yes. Yeah. Wareham. When
1: I'm not talking to people who know Massachusetts, I say Cape Cod.
0: <laughs> Cape Cod, right? Because they're gonna, they're gonna go. Where is Wareham? I get the same thing with Framingham. You know, they go like, "Where are you from, Framingham?" They go, "Where the hell's Framingham?" I said, "How about Boston?" They go, "Oh yeah, yeah, Boston." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get that too. Uh, it's crazy now. You grew up down on the South Shore, right? And was music always something in your life or was it something that you picked up, you know, maybe later as a teenager or maybe in college? How how did you roll into this whole world of Grace Morrison making music, traveling around, running the woods, freaking people out?
1: <laughs> it's always been the only thing. Uh, it's the only thing I'm good at is what
0: I say. Hey, you found it when? Early? When you were a kid? Really? Now, did you start singing or playing piano? or what? I
1: started with piano. I'm a classically trained pianist.
0: Ooh.
1: And then um, it's so it seems so silly to say it, but it's the truth. When Hanson came out in 1997, I distinctly remember hearing them thinking, I'm going to marry one.
2: <laughs> so how am I
1: going to make this happen? And I, I said, I know. I'll just become a songwriter, and that's how I'll meet them. Right. And that day I wrote my first song. Wow. It hasn't worked out. I didn't marry
0: them. Did you? Well, you know, that's okay. I mean, you you rolled the dice. You took the chance. You went for it, right? I'm right in the damn side. (laughs) You got almost there. Did you ever see them in concert? Did you like? Did yeah. you ever get like that VIP package thing when you were a kid? No. Or no, right? Because <laughs> they always wanted a thousand million dollars, and you just can I never did. save up enough allowance to do that stuff, can you? Their <laughs> their business
1: model really cool though. So they they're an independent label now, and they have their own beer, right. And they've really made it work on their own they did
0: they did they got out of that deathly record company contract thing they were involved in and it seems to be the same thing all around i've talked to people like tracy bonham and uh, blake morgan had them on the show and they you know fighting to get out of their contracts and so it's like that whole big miss miss um golden ring kind of thing on the merry-go-round with the music industry of getting the big signed contract isn't all really what it was cropped up to be not like in the old days when they would actually take a chance and throw some money at you and do all that and you know they would be the ones to roll the dice but um you started very young started doing piano and do you have that song did you ever record that song no (laughs) no Wait a minute. Was it because of the arrangement or the lyrical content?
1: Uh, <laughs> I, I take that back. I take that back. My brother was really into recording equipment and technology, and so he scooped me up with everything at Radio Shack. And so, right, I had, Radio Shack. <laughs> I had my little mixer, and I probably did make a tape of it. It, it probably does exist somewhere.
0: Some on a cassette tape.
1: Yes. I have I made a lot of I have
0: a bunch of cassette tapes that I have strange stuff recorded on it's just used to put the ideas down I always had a cassette player always mm-hmm.
1: because so, you didn't have the phone the voice
0: memos No, I didn't have any of that What what cell phone what are you talking about Prison <laughs> cell is that a phone a pay phone in this prison cell right cell phone what are you crazy All right so um so, I'm, I'm. You got me curious about that song. I, I'm not going to stay on it. And...
1: <laughs> it's you don't you. You'd be really sad if you heard it.
0: <laughs>
1: I, mean, I can tell you. All right. So I, I started writing songs. We'll say it was the summer of 1997. Cool. And the first time I performed was January of
0: 1998.
1: Nice. And there was a video of it, and I just remember my aunt saying, "My, my God, do you need to see a therapist? You, you are so depressed." <laughs> <laughs> so <Yeah.
0: laughs> now okay <laughs> so was it because, I'm sorry was it because you wrote a sad song or was because you looked like you were like scared out of your mind <laughs> out of your wits on stage like going like "deer in the headlights playing I
1: think that the the chorus of it was like uh, love will leave at the wrong time And you will learn not to rely on who, you know, or something kind of like dark, some sort of dark thing.
0: And it it must have touched a nerve, something she repressed years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, so does that video exist? Yes. Yeah, is it out there in the public or is it like in the archives and you have to like pay all kinds of money to like a VIP ticket and stuff to see it?
1: I don't know if I'd want to see it, yeah. but <laughs> I, it exists at the Wareham High School Audiovisual Club.
0: Oh, isn't that a riot? So, mm-hmm. okay, now you jumped right into it. You didn't have any fears. So for the for the most, you know, like a lot of people get really <laughs> nervous. Fear. So Well, you probably did, but you still got up there and did it, right?
1: Yeah, I did. So the truth is that music for me... Was the only way I was going to talk to anybody because prior to that I used to hide behind my mother. I was so afraid of people, uh-huh. and so it's a funny thing. You know, even then I was, even now I'm afraid of people. But something about getting up on stage, you feel like you've got this barrier. Well, you do. You're in control of the people. And
0: yeah, so, sure.
1: Um, so although I had fear, I just remember it just felt like good <laughs> to be in control of it. You that
0: know? is so. That's so cool that you kind of handled it in that way. You know, you know, they, some people teach know. you, like, well, okay, if you're afraid, you know, just don't look at anybody. Look at the top of the heads, right? And it'll look like you're, to them, it'll look like you're looking at them, but you're really not, right? Because you don't want to make eye contact. As soon as you make eye contact, you're like, oh, there's my Aunt Mim. Oh, my God, <laughs> she's wearing the dress that I told I didn't like. And all of a sudden, you're not playing the song. And, uh, yeah, Um uh, I get that. But the point is is that you know you started right away. There's a bunch of people that will sit in the closet and stay in their bedroom and play for years, right? You know, 12, 13, 14, maybe, and then start maybe getting a band and play some shows but never really anything serious because they're just having fun. But you went right after it, like within a year, got right up on stage. So what did you – how did you progress from there? How old were you when you did that?
1: I was 12.
0: 12. Okay. So, you, so you're – you're destined to be doing this kind of stuff. So now you work through high school, you're playing, you're still writing songs this whole time, right? mm
1: mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I started I had my first professional gig when I was 14. Get out! Yeah, this is legitimately the only thing I've ever done.
0: Wow. Who do you, who you think all... you are? Grace Morrison or something? <laughs> I mean, come on, that's so cool. Tell me about that. How did you, your first, was your first paid gig at 14?
1: Yes, so... Fortunately, you know, I had been playing for a couple of years, and yep. this fellow John Sayers opened up a place called the Hardware Cafe in Marion, Mass. Right. And I I heard about it, and I made my parents drive me over so I could audition for him. And he just pulled out his calendar and put me down for a bunch of dates that summer. And that was the summer I learned how to interact with an audience and be on stage. And
0: look at you, Did Little it. Miss Professional. Haven't even, don't even have my driver's license, right? I gotta get mom and dad to drive me to the gig and I'm getting paid. <laughs> look at me. Oh, that's so cool. Well, look. Hey, I'm fortunate. You are. You know what? I think the world was fortunate. No. <laughs> I do. No. Oh, <laughs> took you a second. He's like, where's he going with that one? Oh, wait a minute. That's a compliment. Yes. This is so cool. I love the way you write songs. Uh, you're even, you know. It's kind of like a contrast in terms, right? You can write a sad song and make it feel happy, right? Uh, I I, I joke
1: with people about it because most of my songs I think are sad. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) We don't sound that way.
0: Right. So, you know, you're just uh, a chameleon, right? You're a magician. I'm gonna sing something really sad, but you're gonna love it because your toes gonna to tap, and you're gonna—you're not gonna think it's a sad song because you're not listening to the words. But that's so funny. So you've got this second full-length album. You've got 12 incredibly cool tracks. You—you know what? It's so funny. I'm looking at the time signatures of the songs, and you don't even have one four-minute song on here. <laughs> Don't I? No, you don't. That's so cool. Why? You know what's so weird, right? So you think about uh, back in the uh, 50s and 60s, right? Everything had to be that quick two-minute pop song, right? To, if you went two and a half minutes, that was a long song back then, right? Kind of weird, right? Now you go through all the decades, and we come back. Now we're in the 21st century. People are doing, you know, the average is, is turned out to be more like a four-minute song. So it's like twice as long. Yeah, Um, I don't know whether it's people just like to hear more music longer the song longer you know you can go into all those metrics of why it happened but the point is albums that are released now songs tend to be more towards four minutes or longer sometimes five minutes long so radio has really kind of had to transition with that right but here you are I'm gonna write quick songs nothing more than what am I looking at here
1: way to the point
0: (laughs) I love it. We're going to play this really good. We're going to play all the tracks. I'm getting to the point. I'm losing it. Thank you for dragging me back in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I'm staring at you. I'm going through all the times. Uh, Three minutes and 51 seconds is your longest song. But I think you're really good, man. You're good at doing this kind of stuff. It's I'm Calling You, which
2: I love. That's such a cool tune. (laughs) All right.
0: All right. All right. All right. So. Let's uh, let's talk about the album a bit, and then we'll get back into talking all things about you and the album and your history and being your second full-length album. You titled it Reasons. Now, uh, I'm, I'm sure there's a theme to the reasons uh, for the title. Why did you call it Reasons?
1: Well, when I was thinking about it, you know, I, I kind of had to fight to even make this album because. A year ago when I first announced my crowdfunding campaign and started recording it, I broke my leg later on that day. And nice. so I thought to myself, gosh, this is gonna be challenging because I have to go up the stairs in the studio. How am I gonna do it with this broken leg? And then a few days later found out I was pregnant and I thought, boy, this is gonna be even more challenging. And so I really had to fight to make it. And so not only do I have the song called Reasons, but I had to think about all the why was I doing it and why was I fighting to do it and, and all the reasons and all
0: head. the reasons why you made this album and it just, uh, well, that's a cool reason.
1: Yeah. We all need a reason. To coin reasoning. a
0: phrase, right? Um, <laughs> that's so <laughs> cool. Good, good, good. I love it. Now you had, uh, had you written all of these songs fresh, yes. um, for this album or some sure. of them kind of like lurking in the background from a while back?
1: I said yes too quickly. Yeah. Um, I'm calling that's you. That shoot from
0: the hip. A I'm calling you is, I wrote, I think in
1: 2015, 14 or 15.
0: Which song was that? I'm calling you. Oh, I'm calling you. Cool.
1: And Bottom of the Barrel is a couple of years old as well, but everything else was new.
0: Right. Oh, well, that's okay. So two, you got ten, ten 10 fresh new songs and. Two songs that you haven't played for anybody, even though you wrote them a while ago. Okay, cool. So we're going to play the first three tracks. We'll introduce this album. We'll get this show on the road. Come on, Ray R-A-E. I'm thinking that's some girl named Ray, right?
1: Yeah, it's a middle name. It's a middle name. Yeah. And so that
0: you're enticing her for something. You're talking about reasons, which actually does the song correlate with why you wrote the album?
1: yeah, yeah, it does actually. So he's a friend of mine who passed away a few years ago. Um, one of the coolest individuals I ever met. She warranted a song even if she hadn't passed away. right. But it's just a, a song about when she and I were having a rough a rough winter.
0: Oh cool, cool, cool. And right. so. Be and then uh, I am waiting other than this is not like a song about a dog's life, right?
1: No. (laughs) Because,
0: you know, dogs, that's all they do, right? They wait for you to pet them, wait for you to feed them, wait for you to let them out, wait for you to bring them You know, Uh, what's I am waiting about?
1: That's more like waiting for respect and equal
0: treatment. Oh, cool. I like it already, although I already listened to it. I just need you to tell (laughs) our listening audience. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are featuring the famous, almost infamous... Grace Morrison in her second full-length album called Reasons. We're going to play the first three tracks. Come on, Ray. Reasons, the title track, and I Am Waiting right here on The Gerg Show. And you're listening to IndieSceneRadio.com. All indie, all the time.
3: Smile now. The painting's gonna give us the slip sometimes. But we're gonna find it and we're gonna survive this. It. Snap for a supper in the middle of winter. You're cross of a storm and a calm blue sea. But you're my girl you're kin to me. Souls in the middle of winter, a cries of a storm in a calm blue sea. You're my girl, and you're kin to me. Just watching it all I held you up Picked up your pieces And now I'm gonna let you fall It's all
0: Grace Morrison that was preceded by the title track Reasons off her album that she just released on May 10th and the first track was Come On Ray You're just a fun songwriter Thank you That's so cool You know, and I guess you know, as I'm sitting here listening to the music, the reason why I was so impressed with the time of the songs is, is you pack everything in a, just a short amount of time. It's like like the whole story, the whole feeling, the whole mood. You're just like, you know, you're uh, you're one of those snap puncher type of songwriters, right? You get in, get out, real quick. But, that's how I
1: fight too.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know how to fight too? No. Oh, that's all right. It's a good thing you're on the other side of the internet, you know. You had me running scared already. So, I love this. And so now, let, let's let's get this out of the way. Let's talk about the people that you worked with to create this album. There's some great playing going on here. So, of course, you're listed in the credits, obviously, as the songwriter. But you have some other folks in there. Now, you're got uh, you're your, uh, on these tracks, you're on acoustic guitar, piano, and the organ. But yeah. John Evans, now he plays a lot, right? Because he helped helped you uh, produce, uh, uh, record, and mix this album, right? Uh, he was yeah, the engineer. Me.
1: Pretty the, amazing human being.
0: Yeah. So now the Brick Hill Studio is that—that's his studio, obviously, it right?
1: Is. Yes, and I, right. I have to tell you, so one of the very first concerts I went to was Tori Amos and Alanis Morissette. Oh, cool. And that Good was another concept. one I re- Yeah, it was amazing. And I think it was the tweeter center at the time. Yep. And I was sitting there and I thought, you know, someday I'm going to play on stage with those people. John Evans was on that stage because he was Tori's bass player. Right. So it was just like when I thought about that in the studio, I was like, ah, it's all full circle. That's
0: (laughs) so cool. Now we just got to get you over there to Xfinity Center, right, and play up and headline over there or even open up or just, you know, not play in the corner at the VIP station. Although that's fun, too. depends on who you're playing there for. I've been one of those things so now he he does obviously bass like guitar and background vocals who's doing the slide work is that is that john yeah really cool stuff now uh there's another guitarist in here uh john baptista yes um and he does background vocals too
1: yes so he and sam babineau are my they're my touring band
0: oh okay now sam is that girl yes short for samantha yes Because I'm sitting here in that last song. I'm sitting there going, you know, either that guy really knows how to sing like a female or that's actually a female singer. Huh?
1: He can. He
0: can? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I bet you he can sing Supremes and stuff like that, right? I'm kidding. So, now, uh, you had uh, Matthias Bossy on drums and the cajon. He's a really smooth drummer. All these guys are great players. Where did you find these people?
1: Matthias is friends with John Evans, and so oh. he's a lot of projects.
0: With him. He's pulling them out of his pocket, left and right. And Cami Lyle on trumpet. Now that which is she on more than one track?
1: Just the one. Yeah, she. It right. like a Cape Cod gem. Everybody um, that I know on Cape Cod who has a horn section, it's her.
0: Oh, that's so cool. Now uh, Dylan uh, McKinstry on banjo and mandolin. We just heard him on the banjo on that last track. I am waiting. Right. I've uh, never met him. You've never met him? Nope. So, fabulous, though, so yeah. John pulled him into the studio and had him do the tracks. And then had you come over and he says, yeah, I'm going through the mixes. What do you think of this? And you found out there was banjo in there?
1: Well, we knew we wanted banjo and mandolin. Oh, okay. And he actually did it at his own studio and, and just emailed the tracks. So Is... he never went to the studio with us.
0: Ah, the beauty of the 21st century. Okay, cool. And so that now the horn arrangement for that song that we were talking about, I'm calling you, which was one of the songs you had written. Now that was written uh, by John Evans, the horn arrangement. Yep. So, obviously he was, you know, probably trained in in theory and all of that. Did you ever go to school for theory? Like, did you go to Berkeley or anything?
1: I went to UMass cuz I didn't want to have debt.
0: <laughs> ah, smart girl, right? Um, look, <laughs> I have
1: a bachelor's in music.
0: That is cool. See, so you know, it's kind of like what I was telling my son. I was like, "Look, it doesn't really, you know, to some degree, it kind of matters where you graduate, but it really doesn't as long as you graduate because the the informa- It's how you approach getting the information. Because when you go to college, you go in there to get information, right? To learn to do. Yeah. And so, if you delve yourself into the subjects more than any professor can guide you through it, uh, you're already won the game, right? You just got to kind it- of.
1: The truth is that most of my professors also taught at Berkeley. So oh, I, right. I paid a UMass price for a Berkeley education.
0: Showing. There's the secret, ladies and gentlemen. Although it was a few, I don't know, do they probably still have a good music program over at UMass, I'll bet. Oh, uh, all about UMass. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. All right. And so now um, this uh, album arrangement's really cool. You, you got the image of the little girl and I'm guessing the dad with a, is that a bird on your hand or, or the girl's hand? Is that you? Oh, here. You see? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a yeah. So um, there's a song called Daddy Don't. Yes. Which I wrote about my dad. He passed away um, three years ago in his yeah, month. Yeah,
0: that's tough. I'm sorry to hear that.
1: And the hardest part for me was that he was like my biggest supporter when it came to music. Right. And, um, and he never got to see me release an album uh, or get married or have my son. Right. So... But when I reflected on my childhood and and important memories with my dad, it was walking in the woods. I felt like we did it all the time, but I had no photograph of it. And so Rick Allendorf, who is a professor at MassArt and Uh also an amazing musician himself, um, had done some artwork for another singer-songwriter, and I just described to him what I wanted, and he did that. And he
0: put that together. Isn't that cool? That's so sweet. Now, did you actually have a moment where you and your dad were walking through, and some like you actually had a bird on your hand, or was that just his?
1: No, yeah. well, that's just a feather.
0: Um, oh, it's a feather. Oh, that. okay. I, I'm. I told you, I'm getting old. No, my, that's my, that's my eyes are terrible. I can't even focus on this damn thing. It's well, a feather.
1: You know, the woods we used to walk through were the ones that he had played in when he was little, because he was a lot older. He was born in 1940,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: and so he would like show me what huckleberries were and all the paths that he used to walk. And right. the thing was he and his cousin and his uncle had made a fort, right. which still existed. In Isn't 19- that cool? Because it was a big hole in the ground. And right. so it, it was just a real important place for me and him
0: that's awesome so that's so sweet that you got that in there this is a really great album i'm i i am so psyched that we are featuring it okay we've gotten all the members in the band and we i'm sorry
1: no that's okay because my husband requested a shout out
0: oh well oh wait a
1: minute does he want
0: to get come on (laughs) air and do the shout out himself or is he too busy changing diapers
1: (laughs) Um, but we co-wrote Reasons together. That was the first song I ever co-wrote.
0: Oh, sweet.
1: Yeah. And that's really, it's his story about his divorce.
0: Nice. Kind of like a <laughs> kumbaya moment for you and for him and the new wife, right? Yeah. I yeah. get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna expel the demons how we're gonna write a song about it let's <laughs> all right that's so cool now um the photographs is uh, by your friend karina razanovsky
1: raznikov
0: raznikov she's okay. amazing uh now she's what spanish she's from spain
1: i think that's a russian name
0: i'm kidding yeah. Rashnikov. <laughs> of course she's Russian, or she's, you know, Eastern European. Uh, the illustration you mentioned, Rick, and then the CD art design uh, was by a company called the uh, Franchise Group, right? That's cool. Yep. Mastered by John Malu of Bongo Beach Productions. Now, you had just mentioned John. Did you... So John
1: Malu, I met him when I was 17. Right. And um,
0: – All of this been- stuff is destiny. What the – you you were born to do music and everything in your life is all all the people you're meeting and all of that they're coming around and they're you're still involved with them how is that not uh, a universal sign that you're living your life path how it's cool so true.
1: and it's it's like a really it's a community thing and it just John Mayu has worked on everything that I've put out
0: right wow that's so cool I'm I'm excited. This is a family album for crying out loud, yes. right? That's so great. Okay, so, uh, but you have a daddy. Don't we heard about that song? Now the song still. What is what is that about? Is it it's not being still? It's like
1: no, that's a breakup song. It's it's like I don't know if you've ever been in one of those those relationships where you're like, how am I still here? How are we still hanging on to this when it's so clearly not working?
0: Uh, I I do. I've had that. I have that relationship with radio.
1: Mm.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm, te- <laughs>
0: I'm teasing yeah I've had those I've been there it's like how do I get out of here but I don't but I do but I don't but I do but I but I really do all
2: right
0: <laughs> and then to be weird you, this, you wrote this song about me huh because I've been <laughs> called weird my whole life
1: that's the love song for my husband and I because we're both weird and don't fit in anywhere.
0: Man, we have a whole lot in common. <laughs> that's so cool, man. I love this. All right. So I'm gonna play these three tracks. Uh Still oh no, excuse me. Daddy Don't, Still, and To Be Weird. Our theme song for tonight. Because <laughs> it's, you know, in the twenty first century, the new cool is weird, right? That's Isn't that's it? True. Of course mm-hmm. it is. All, all of us weirdos know that. Okay, <laughs> right here on The Gerg Show, we are featuring Grace Morrison and her new album released on uh, May 10th titled Reasons, right here on The Gerg Show. And you're listening to indiesceneradio.com. All indie, all the time. <laughs>
3: down by the fire the only place we got to keep us warm in the morning hallelujah Driving in the car now Singing songs we wrote to keep us going When you drop me, I don't wanna go But I- Bye. See? shot of myself and think how calm. i was contented to be reinvented as a doormat for someone i should have known the minute i slapped that face and lost my cool i wasn't one of the ordinary ones i was just somebody's fool i want to be real for a minute you could have run. To be one, to be wise. We are more than the sum of our parts. We're bad.
0: Up by our featured artist tonight, Grace Morrison out of the Boston area. That was To Be Weird Still and Daddy Don't. Those were tracks uh what is it, four, five, and six? We've got another six to go. And as technology would have it, um, we lost a connection with Grace. So I'm gonna have to give her a call back. And here we are. Welcome back. Wow. You what did hey. you do? Transport? You get in the transporter and get into another dimension of the house over there. (laughs) I'm
1: currently sitting on the stairs closer to the router.
0: Ah, closer. Ah, the router. You know, they they get temperamental with their Wi-Fi and stuff. But that's okay. Wonderful stuff. I, you know, I can't tell you enough how much I love your songwriting. And so, John Evans, or actually, uh, Mister Malu, actually um, said so many really cool things. And he he says Grace Morrison turns deeply personal and historical stories into song for listeners from all walks of life quote, with a crystal clear voice and songs that land squarely in your heart, Grace is something truly special. And that's by John Evans. Now, he's mm, he's the producer and the engineer and, and performer player kind of on the album, helps you work this stuff out. And it's, you know, he's played with people like Tori Amos and Sarah McLachlan, Ben Folds, and Paula Cole. It. I, you know, I remember um, seeing Paula right when she broke out. She did this real special show at the Stone Church um, over there in uh, New Ham- Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Uh, and I went to go see her. I had I'd only heard the songs she had on the radio there. And so it was John Evans that was playing with her, I would imagine. Am I right? Or do you know?
1: I'm not sure. Um, I think he's been playing with her for a while.
0: Right? So that's so cool, man. She's another talent, another crazy. New England is so loaded with talents, it makes me scratch my head as to why it's always been like the redheaded stepchild of the music industry, right? Everybody's had to either go to Nashville or New York or L.A. to get the big deal, right? It's like about a, a half... A half a dozen artists that really got signed to big deals kind of thing out of this area, but that's loaded and you're total representative of that, man. I'm I'm really excited to have you here today. So tell us now you've uh, were singing back up for Eddie Money and and others, and so uh, you know, how was it John that helped get you that or how did you get that gig?
1: No, so my cousin runs a charity organization called Rock for Christmas. Okay. And when it was the fall after I graduated from high school, he was doing a national tour. And I had no idea who these people were. So it was um, Chris Slade right. who played with ACDC and The Firm. Yep. Greg Douglas, um, who's played with Steve Miller Band right. and Rose Jungle Love. Yep. Joey Mullen from Badfinger and um, – Gosh, there were so many people. I didn't know who any of them were. Right. I mean, I was a 17-year-old kid, and I was like, oh, cool. Hello, sir. Like, I didn't – they were just guys, right? Right. And then when I realized who they were, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> 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 um, and,
0: <laughs> so how did you land that gig? What like, was, you you know, just you you walked know? up to them and said, hey, I sing, you need me?
1: No, my cousin Wayne was running the show and and had me come along to open open the show, and then oh um, cool yeah so I got to play with those guys and then years later I did another set of rock for Christmas dates with him and Eddie Money was the star and so I did the Take Me Home Tonight.
0: Oh, isn't that cool? So it's like you had you had your own little audition for these guys and then they come back and fold it and then so there you are performing with these people and that is so cool i love that so it's really again destiny Mm, the universe totally in alignment with everything uh grace morrison you were just meant to do this stuff and you're so good at it now you've um i'm sure have you ever really like been approached by any major labels or anything or is you just kind of you know, didn't really happen. It seems to me like you would be a great double billing with somebody like Lisa Loeb or something.
1: Oh my God, my
0: dream! Oh, really?
1: I love Lisa Loeb so much.
0: You know, she went independent, right?
1: Yes, I, I go. I follow all
0: her live videos. And she tweeted me happy birthday last year. Oh, isn't that sweet? Well, I, I, <laughs> I helped. Uh, I um, her label, uh, Blacktop Records, there out in Canada. And they they asked me if I would play her, her music. Uh, and I said, yeah. So ever since, I've been trying to hound them to get her to come on the show and do an interview with me. And hopefully I'll be able to do that. Maybe I can um, have you do a call-in and... I can say thank you to Lisa Loeb. Well, it'll be even more amazing if I could actually make it happen. So <laughs> fingers crossed, right? Put it out there into the universe, right? Um, but uh, I, know
1: her her Firecracker album? Yeah. was one of the first ones I really fell in love with. Like I'm a, no Fire kidding. Album, but the visuals of it, too, you know, that pink cover. Right. Hales had that green cover and every one of her records just feels like a piece of candy to me
0: right so- right So I featured the album one two three let go. Um, the song your songs align so much you know they're hoppity skippity happy songs regardless of what the subject matter is right um, And I love it that you've got that last song was very Americana like because uh, it, it it had that uh, appellation feel to it right with the banjo working into it.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh but it was still very folky. <laughs> right? You know, some people go, "Well, you got that Appalachian folk music, right? Well, that's still folk." But, you know, it's the the blend in there. You had uh it it was it still had some sort of edge. I, you couldn't call it rock. I don't know what would you call it. Morrison edge maybe. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I suppose that's it. All right, cool. So, we've got six more tracks to play and I think we'll go right into playing three more songs. How's that sound? Sounds
1: great.
0: Okay, cool. Here's that song, I'm Calling You. I love that song. Now, you talked about it, but remind our, our listeners what that's, what that's about. It's
1: just a fun love song.
0: A fun love song. There we go. And Feel Me. Well, I'm oh. sorry. That was before. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, the song <laughs> Feel Me and, and I'm Calling You and Throwing Stones. That could be like a little romance novel right there all on its own. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Feel Me is a love triangle. Oof. And uh, throwing stones is for my dad.
0: <laughs> okay, so was that throwing stones, like skipping stones across the the lake, skimming the stones on the lake? Is that what that kind of thing is?
1: No, no, he used to, kids used to pick on me. And so he'd give me advice about how to stand up for myself. Ah. And so it's referring to, the line is, when the world quits playing ball and starts throwing stones, just don't forget that I love you.
0: So cool. Wow. You know, like sticks and stones may break my bones, kind of thing, right? That's cool, man. Throwing stones. She's coining a new phrase. So feel me about a triangle. I'm calling you just real happy tune and throwing stones is uh, watch out or I'll punch you in the face. This is great. I love it. These are so cool. I love this album. So here we go. We're going to play this and then we'll find out what's going on with Grace Morrison uh, in the future and what we can expect as soon as we get done playing these other songs. Uh, Okay, we're going to play feel me. I'm calling you and throwing stones off the album reasons recently released on May 10th by our featured artist tonight Grace Morrison right here on the Gerg show and you're listening to radio.com all indie all the time
3: there's someone else's home there's someone else's dream Someone else is ever after, boy. Why you looking at me? She's waiting on you. You check your phone. You know you want to stay, but know that you must go home. I don't want to be in the dark. I Stay here as long as you don't need me But you want
2: to feel me It wears me thin Like a tired old sheet
3: I see your sunshine when you
2: I don't want to go Weighted
0: shoulders I hope I look happy when the girls are older I don't want to
3: leave you in the dark I only want to be where you are Oh, I'll stay here as long as you will Let me take your hand you and And you see the dawn. Sometimes I look through your window till I see the lights start turning on. May God bless you and send you an angel. I'll be looking down from my home. I always loved you When the world quits playing ball and starts throwing stones I walked away from heavy doorways I walked away from painful tears I found my garden in your eyes, love My hope and peace throughout the years. May God bless you and send you an angel. I'll be looking down from my home. Remember, I always loved you. When the world clips, playing ball and starts. I found my garden in your eyes Love, please know my heart ain't gone May God bless you and send you an angel I'll be looking down from my home
0: Throwing Stones preceded by I'm Calling You and Feel Me. Ah, another three tracks off the album Reasons by our featured artist tonight, Grace Morrison out of the Boston area. Love this stuff. You're so prolific, writer. Like, again, you pack so much punch in such a short time. That song was, like, just over three and a half minutes long. I love it. It's so... How do you squeeze all that emotion in such a short time?
1: I don't, I don't know. I, that's one of those songs that wrote itself, you
0: know? Oh, one I love when songs. that happens. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, people, it's so funny, right? I, I have this common conversation in the sense that, um, you know, people who don't write music, they are just like, it's magic to them. Like, like, how do you, how do you go to write a song? And you go, well, you know, like I wrote this one in 10 minutes. And like, how do you do that? Like, well, you know, it's just kind of a feeling and you can, yeah, but all right. And uh, so and you go to you play the first score and they go that's what I'm saying I'm like what how do you pick that first note and I'm like really hmm uh, <laughs> it's a feeling that I have <laughs> I've learned there's only 12 notes so you got to start with one of them right and yeah, you,
1: it's so much it's similar to talking you know we just we speak and we tell stories and it's just a language that you learn how to speak in.
0: Pretty much, right? You know, yeah, you, the language of music, I suppose. Yeah, uh, but you know, those people—they're gonna go, yeah. But how do you do that? You know, so, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's yeah, it's magic. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go get you. Go to go to the uh, the castle and get yourself a, a wand. Learn some spells, and you can write songs too. So, as we are wrapping up our interview tonight with our featured artist Grace Morrison, look, I'm I'm looking to find out. Well, okay, so you you wrote this album and you had to get it out because it, you know it was you just had to, and so you're gonna be you going out and performing. I see you're booked for like a whole the whole year. I mean, yeah. from from now until next now, until
1: yeah,
0: ma- <laughs> we're looking twenty twenty. Wow, you're in such demand. That's so cool. So, uh, are you all? You're going to be supporting obviously the release of this album. Playing, I got to get out and see you play. But are uh, you mm, still? You've got songs in the hopper, or you're planning to release more material? Say maybe next year.
1: Eventually, I um, I actually back in December got to write with Laurie McKenna.
0: Oh, nice! So, that's another. I'm trying to get her on the station, and she's ignoring me, crazy but, woman. But that's okay. <laughs> uh, so cool. You're gonna be so working with her on a, uh, a is no, it a a dual album kind of thing or just songwriting together?
1: No, we just wrote together.
0: Right, right, right. Cool. Um.
1: So yeah, I have tons of new songs.
0: Yep, <laughs> you, have, you have tons <laughs> you know, of new songs.
1: It's it's so time intensive and um, expensive to do it properly. So, you know, and right now we're really focusing on the radio promotion of this one.
0: Right, right. So, well, uh, makes me really honored that you're here tonight.
1: This is so fun.
0: I am. I'm glad. Yeah. You, you have any more ice cream? We're doing video chat, folks. Right. And so when the song's going and she's over there scooping the ice cream, I'm like, give me some of that right now.
1: I was eating it, saying to myself, "I deserve this."
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: You've earned it. It's all good. You're still wiping the wiping the sweat off your brow from the from the studio. Uh, this is a fresh album, man. This is so cool. I love this album. I, I'm just I don't know, man. Why are you not already famous? <laughs> you should be. This is just uh, such cool stuff, man. I, it just it. This is the part of music and doing this whole radio thing that I love, right? Because people, all, I'm a musician all my life. I've been on the road. I've done this, that, that, that. But um, people um, all my life, right? Um, I was the kid that turned everybody on to the new stuff that they'd never heard of, right? So here I am full circle. And I could listen to your new songs forever. I, I'm, I'm excited to hear what you got coming, even though I'm excited to promote this mm-hmm. album so you're talking about your your shows coming up and your schedule you're all over the place yeah,
1: yeah. we just got back from chattanooga
0: chattanooga it was, it
1: was awesome that's
0: such a cool town i was actually there once it's right there right in that where they all meet it's really yeah. close right yeah. close to georgia and all that right 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 yeah. that's cool and so uh on june 8th you're going to be playing in uh hackettstown new jersey at yeah. a uh, the Groove Songwriter Festival. What is that? Is Oh Groove on the Grove?
1: So I've never been. I'm pretty sure Danielle Moraglia has played or is going to be there.
0: Oh, that's I Danielle. I'm not. She's like the her and Tom. They're like the cool folk couple of Boston. Yeah. Aren't they? they really yeah. are. They're so involved, and I've had. Um, Danielle on the station uh with her glory junkies album that she released yeah you got have you got have you shared the stage with uh with Danielle
1: a long time ago I think I was 19. Wow. Or twenty when I met her.
0: Yeah, you got to get back there. She's so cool. You're so cool. Yeah. Everybody's so cool Hello. around here. And so then you you go from there, uh, and it's gonna take you almost a whole month to drive from
1: New Jersey <laughs>
0: all the way up to Maine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and really slowly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and so uh, you're at uh, yurt concerts. What what is that?
1: House concert
0: oh it's a house concert i was just talking to somebody the yesterday about that saying they're like well do i do live stream and or do facebook live and sitting there and he goes and i'd like to get the live element i said well you can actually incorporate video doing home concerts and he was like the light went on bing." i was like there you go all right so off you go bye take my idea go go get famous so now you're at the new bedford folk festival is this your first time and that's on july 6th that's during the um, the celebratory holiday week that's going to be crazy
1: it's not my first time i've been there every year for the past 5 years oh,
0: here i am yeah mr in the know over here yeah
1: it's such an amazing festival if you haven't been i think I people get, i think people are afraid of the word folk but it's not um, – there's just every kind of what that word means there. There's I... traditional Acadian folk music, and there's French Canadian, and there's Irish music, and there's singer-songwriters and blues, everything.
0: That's so cool. So obviously you've been to the Newport Folk Festival, right? I've never been. Oh, you kidding me. See, so here you are, five-time veteran of the Newport uh, – uh, the New Bedford Folk Festival, where I've never been. And I've <laughs> gone to the Newport Folk Festival a bunch of times, uh, actually – Back in the 90s, when I saw Annie DeFranco, man, that was pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm an old guy, but that's all right. We won't get into that. Um, and so then you're, you're working all the way. You get to, from there, you, uh, what, the next week or so, you're in Pennsylvania. You go to New York, Pennsylvania. You come back to Mass at the Cranberry Country House Concerts. Is that another private house concert, right? It is, yep. That's so cool that you guys are doing all that. So then you go to New York, and then you wing all the way down to New Mexico and Texas. What, <laughs> what the hell? Oh, are you going on vacation? Just figured you'd throw in some gigs over there? One's a house concert. So they're both <laughs> house concerts. Are you kidding me? So, okay, so this is, this is actually a, a cool point before we take off and play these last three songs. Uh, we're going to run into overtime, but I don't care. So. Uh, I've been trying to influence some singer-songwriter folks. You know, they're like, "Well, I want to go and gig and all." I say, "You know, house concerts are pretty big, man. People, people. It's it's really it's getting a groundswell. Um, people, a lot of people are doing it. So, he, I understand that you're able to book a house gig here in the New England area, around five, you know, six states, right? But yep. how'd you get the one in New Mexico? In so Texas. There-
1: <laughs> I attend um, these folk music conferences. There's one called Nerfa, and then oh, I just yeah. go to Nerfa. Um, so you meet a lot of people there.
2: Right. Uh, and
1: then there's there's a website called Concerts in Your Home, oh. and you have, to, you have to audition to be a part of it. Oh, and then,
0: well, that's cool.
1: So then you put up like what dates you're looking for and where, and the venues do the same and
0: well, try to that, find that's so awesome. All right, so. Well cool. I wish you well. I I, I know you are uh I hope you washed your hands before you had some ice cream, right?
1: Oh, always. I'm
0: kidding. I'm teasing her because we had actually did a little test thing and she had her new, that baby's only a few months old. So congratulations. Thank you. That's so cool. And he was over there filling up his business, you know, and I I asked her, I said, is that coming out of his butt or his mouth? And she goes, oh no, he's he's making a deposit. And I was like, (laughs) it's so funny, man. Kids, you change their diapers, they change your life. Ain't that the truth? It's so true. It's so true. So.
1: He's coming on the road. Yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. You know, my uh, Dolly Rots. You ever hear of that band? No. Oh, my God. Check them out. They're L.A. They're like a pop punk band. But they're, they're the on the road touring family. They've now got two kids. They might have one another one on the way. I'm not quite sure. But they bring them on the road with them. Um, it's actually pretty wild to see them do that. So that's so cool that you're doing it. So we've got these last three songs on your album. Hide, 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 follow through and bottom of the barrel. So hide, hide, hide. Is this like a, a confession of you as a child because you always hid behind your mom? <laughs> Thought no. I forgot that one, didn't you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, this is um, from my mother's perspective. Mm-hmm. Kind of about that moment you wake up and you think, oh my God, I'm my mother.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad I never woke up thinking that. I, don't, don't get me wrong. I, I totally understand. So, all right. And then follow through.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a, a love song I wrote for my husband back when I didn't know if he liked me or not.
0: No kidding. Wow, yeah. <laughs> see, that whole shyness thing, you're still overcoming it by what? By just jumping into the pool head first. Yeah. I'm not doing the whole toe thing. And so now bottom of the barrel.
1: I, I always say I wrote that about my experience with internet dating.
0: Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, so you were probably hanging out in Plenty of Fish or someplace, right? Bottom of the barrel. Get it? <laughs> right. I'm kidding. All right, cool. Well, look, thank you so, so much for taking the time out and joining us and allowing me to do this uh, exclusive premiere of your entire album on my show. I'm, I'm honored.
1: Thank you so much. This was a lot of fun.
0: Oh, thank you. Uh, we'll be having this stuff. Uh, we're going on six years in July. Uh, broadcasting so I'm going to be doing real a whole lot of editing and I'm going to be playing all the shows I've done over the last two years in one month's time um, every day and we'll get you back in here for a replay and I'll send you a copy if you'd like a copy of the show that's all cool that But great. so thank you so much I wish you so so much uh, joy with that uh, that little critter you got running around filling up diapers and 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 lots of um uh, lots of happiness and luck on the on the tour you're you're booked out till next year again i think you should be famous you're a really great songwriter so thank you again
1: oh thank you so much have a good night
0: okay you too here is Hide, 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 Follow Through, and Bottom of the Barrel, the last three tracks off of the album Reasons that was released back in May of this year, yeah, just a couple weeks ago by our featured artist tonight, Grace Morrison, right here on The Gurg Show, and you're listening to radio.com all indie, all the time.
3: She bore and she bred me A warm, but petulant child And look in her eyes She was hoping for Less than a perfect mirror to her soul She's crying out to my father So quiet it's costly He loves, but keeps it inside It's close to his breast pocket Does everyone know The secrets of his soul Are crying out Hide, hide It's hard to hear I love you She never loved him He wrapped her in ruin But working and hiding is pride Her house was a safe haven Helen, home, party line, telephone Couldn't hear those hearts all hurting High, high, high It's hard to hear When your cell is so near Wearing these clothes, how could I ever be her golden child? daughter, her eyes hold hope like mine, drinking this cup overflows, does everyone know, I see her clear reflection in my glass, high, high, tears Tears are like rain. rain, and she sees them all. To bring me through the fire Waited for a reason Put a little air in my siren And I reached down to the bottom of the barrel line Took an apple from the bottom Intentional, it don't matter at all. Lies and lies and lies, and I reach down to the bottom of the pale light. Took an from the bottom of the pale light. Reach down to the bottom of the from the bottom of the fair light Lovely martyr, with your love and your light, and your love and your light, and your love and your light, and your 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 love.
0: You're listening to IndieSceneRadio.com. all indie all the time.